A study by Gallup, or Gallup, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, US-based company, shows that nearly half of all US employees don't know what's expected of them at work. The survey measured several workplace elements, including employees' level of agreement about clarity of expectations, opportunities for development, and their opinions count counting at work. The study's authors believe that employees are less engaged at work when they do not have clear expectations of what's required of them. Now, after reading that, it really made me wonder, how can we as leaders truly know whether our expectations are clear or not? So in today's episode, I'll be sharing five ways you can tell whether your expectations are clear or not. And then in the next episode on Wednesday, I'll be discussing how you can ensure you set clear expectations every single time. Let's jump into it. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in podcast. Together we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. Before we get started with the episode, I'd like to read this review left by Deb at Quick Wins for Business. It's great to have women like Rika who have tried, tested, and succeeded in the area of leadership. Culture is a tricky space to navigate. Rika knows the pathway forward and provides clear steps to achieve the workplace culture you desire. Thanks, Rika. I'm looking forward to tuning in every week. Thank you, Deb at Quick Wins for Business. Shout out to you as well. Deb has an upcoming podcast, Quick Wins with Quick Wins for Business. And as soon as her podcast is live, I will pop the link in the description of this podcast. So you will definitely get a lot of value from her upcoming podcast as well. I really just felt that these two episodes should be something that you can quickly listen to um, so that you can identify, for example, in this first episode, if your, if your team knows whether those expectations are clear or not. And then in the next episode on Wednesday, what you can do about it. Okay, so number one, I hope you have a pen and a, ha and a notebook handy. And if you don't, quickly pause me and grab that pen and notebook. And if you don't have a coffee or tea with you, please grab that as well. <laughs> coffee is life. Okay, so number one, confusion. All right, so ask yourself the following questions. Are my team confused or are they not confused? Sounds very simple, doesn't it? So, how would you know if your team is confused? Okay, so lots of people are asking lots of questions, okay? And it's okay, there is a difference between just clarifying certain information, but 
if you find that um, that majority of your team or quite a few members of your team come to you quite a bit, they seem confused, they're asking questions over and over again, and you've even started wondering, oh, was my expectations not clear enough? Why do people constantly come back to me and ask the same questions over and over again? Then that might be one way for you to know that your expectations were not clear enough. However, if your team can autonomously move through the expectations of this new project or whatever the expectations of is of the workplace, for example, then you know that the expectations were clear. So confusion is your number one. Is confusion rising in your team at the moment or is it not? Now, in particular, I just mentioned, for example, a project, but this could also really relate to work expectations in terms of the job description, in terms of the code of conduct or behavior. So if you're finding that people seem confused about what the rules are, uh, or what the boundaries are, what the expectations are, then 100% you will know that it's potentially is not. And let's say, for example, it was in a job description, it's, it is in the code of conduct, but people are still confused, then I would actually question your induction process or your training process when new people come into the company. Are they just expected to read through the policies and procedures, the everything, and there's no training whatsoever? Or is the, the training quite intensive um, and the expectations are made clear to them at their induction process? Okay, so those are some questions that you can ask surrounding ex um, overall expectations. But then also if there's a specific project and people don't know what's going on, they're constantly asking questions over and over and over again and they seem confused, then you know that the expectations and the clarity surrounding the expectations were lacking. Number two, deadlines. Now, a surefire way of knowing whether people understood, your employees understood exactly what was expected of them is whether they make their deadlines or not. So if you've got one person who's not making their deadline, then potentially he or she was the only person who didn't understand what the expectation was, or there could be a different reason why they didn't meet those deadlines. So you will work with that person one-on-one. -on -one. However, if multiple people in your team are not meeting the deadlines, then you should be questioning why collectively are they not meeting the deadline? Was the, was the expectations not clear enough? Did I not communicate the deadlines clear enough? Was there not clarity or context surrounding whatever it is that they had to do for you by that deadline? So definitely, if your team are not meeting the deadlines collectively, then you know that potentially your expectations were not clear enough. And then just in general, as speaking from, a, for example, a new person coming in, if a new person coming in consistently doesn't meet their deadlines, consistently from when they started six months on, depending on how long your probation period is, then again, it's fine. You can definitely look at that person's performance, but go and have a look at that induction or that training when they started at your company or your organization and go and query, was the expectations made clear surrounding deadlines? Number three, performance. Okay, so talking about spe specifically, for example, a project that you're working on, you will know whether your expectations were clear or not in terms of your employees' performance. So do you collectively have people who underperform during this project? Right, so a good example I can use of this uh, in terms of performance was that we were in particular as a team going through a tough time. There was change, there was change coming up and 
it might have been after COVID. I'm not quite sure because COVID really threw things aside and uh, multiple people were not in the office. And then when people were back in the office, people were quite confused all of a sudden as to what is expected of them in the office because when they're home, <laughs> the expectations at home are quite different from when you're at, uh, when you're at work just in terms of... Um, uh, you know, the amount of time you spend in front of your computer versus, you know, quickly duck into the kitchen and making yourself a coffee and a snack multiple times a day versus the one or two times you do it at work when you're in the office. But everyone was back and the confusion seemed to rise and performance was down and I couldn't quite understand or put my finger on what was going on. And really, truly, performance was down. People were not performing to, uh, similarly the way they were performing before COVID. And I remember asking the assistant manager, I said, you know, what's going on here? Everyone seems to be not, you know, why don't they know? <laughs> why don't they know what's expected of them? We have made this so clear, thinking about the fact that, you know, they all had very good induction process, which I handled myself because I always felt so extremely passionate about the induction process and then coming in and knowing the expectations. And when I started dissecting the situation and just really thinking about it, I realized that that performance was down because all of a sudden they didn't know what the expectations were whilst being back back at work. And yeah, it was interesting. So I had to take everyone who'd already gone through my induction process, everyone who I just assumed they should know what they should be doing because I've already told them, why don't they know? And we just went through all the expectations again. I called it July back to basics. And what we did was, is we just went back to basics. So for the whole month of July, I just literally communicated on a daily basis with them the basics. And some of them got annoyed by the end of July by that because, you know, by, by the end of July, they, they, they already knew what was expected of them. But I also made it fun. So I let them team up and then I asked them questions of the basics. And then the, the team who got the answer right, they accumulated points. And by the end of the month, that team won a prize. And so that's what I did, something that I came up with quite in the spur of the moment because I just felt so desperate that people didn't know what was expected of them. So we just stripped it way back and I just went back to basics with the team. We did it for them for a whole month, made it fun, and then we moved on. And that was it. So, yeah, in terms of performance, if you notice that collectively your team are not performing, they're not meeting their KPIs, they're not meeting the goals met, um, set out, even if it is one person, two people, three or more. Definitely, if your team are underperforming, then you know that the expectations were not clear. However, then on the opposite end of the spectrum, if your team is doing really well, they're performing very well, then pat, your pat yourself on the shoulder and you know that your expectations were clear and that your team are performing well. So well done if your team are performing well. And if you've not looked into Tuckman's model, uh, five stages of development, team stages of development, <laughs> let me re-say that. If you've not looked into Tuckman's team stages model, there's a, in stage four, where he talks about where the team really performs together well. And in that performing stage is really when, it's because people can meet that stage 
because they know what the expectations are, they know what they have to do, and collectively as a team, they work together to meet them. So in another episode, I will most certainly talk about the five stages of team development. I absolutely love Tuckman's model, and I will make sure that I uh, put it on my list to discuss with you. Number four is results. Results really go hand in hand with performance. So if your team are getting the results that you had set out clearly to them, number one, in the induction, like I already mentioned, but then also if it's a new project or if it's an upcoming project and you've set measurable results to your team and they're meeting those results, then you know that your expectations were clear. However, if you are not getting the results that you desire or that's desired of the organization or desired of your line manager, then you know that something's gone astray and you've not set those expectations clearly enough. So then you need to go back to the drawing board, call the team back in again and say, okay, guys, we're not getting the results that we're looking for. And then, you know, you can, if any of the other things that, um, if there's confusion, deadlines are not being met, performance is down, then you can also talk about that. But in particular, when it comes to results, and especially if it's, if those results are related to any metrics, for example, financial or any other numerical value, then 100% you need to go back and say, we're not meeting our results. We're not getting the results that we're aiming for. What can we do now and moving forward to get the results that we're looking for? Five, engagement. Now, this is really the one where I, where I read that study that said that half of US employees don't know what's expected of them at work um, and therefore they are less engaged. So I believe there was a number that said 21% of people are not engaged at work globally because they do not know what the expectations are of them. So thinking about how engaged your team are at work, do you have members who are highly engaged, for example, come to work, they, they don't waste their time with gossip and with other um, meaningless things, but they're actually, they're actually proud of their work, they engage with those metrics, they engage with their KPIs, they engage with professional development and training, and then also they engage with other employees by uplifting them. If you've got a majority of your team doing that, then you know, okay, expectations are clear enough. A majority of my team are engaged. However, if majority of your team are not engaged, they're disengaged from work and therefore they're confused, they, they're disengaged at work, which can cause confusion, them not meeting their deadlines, underperforming, not meeting results or their KPIs, then you know that you've got a problem. So again, I would, if it's one team member, I would sit down with that team member and I would go through, try and understand, have a conversation. That's the first thing I would do, is have a conversation. Hey mate, um, I see you're not meeting your deadlines and you've not met your, met your KPIs. I can see that you're underperforming. You've not met this deadline. Your report was late. You've been, you've been late to work every single morning this week. Whatever it might be that you've noted of that person, sit down and have a conversation. All too often, we want to really hit our team members hard and, you know, just point the finger and say, you're not meeting your deadlines. Um, I'm, you know, giving them a written warning and X, Y, and Z. However, I believe that we should just put people first and just give them an opportunity to say, Potentially there's going some there's something going on in their personal life. 
Potentially, they've just found out their partner's terminally ill. Potentially, they've just found out that, you know, if, if it's an immigrant, they might, they might have just found out that somebody in their home country passed away that's a family member, but they can't fly over to go to the funeral or to go and mourn that person because they either don't have annual leave, they don't have the money for the flights, anything. There are so many reasons why people could be disengaged from work. And... You know, COVID really proved to us as well that people people gained perspective as to what's important in life. And what was really noticeable to me is that work came out very, very last as to what's a priority to people. And as a manager, I really, really struggled with the disengagement after COVID because all of a sudden people, are they're just enjoying their personal life and they're just coming to work because it's just a job. Um, it's just a way to earn money. And for us, who's really passionate about our job roles, about our organizations, about our companies, and we know it's not all about the profit, we, there's other reasons why we have businesses as well, but to struggle with those disengaged employees because they've now gained perspective as to what's important in life, we've got a challenge on our hands to, to re-engage our employees. So I would sit down with your leadership team and um, some key representatives from your organization or departments and strategize. Strategize how you can re-engage people. Could, is that through team building? Is it through one-on-one -on -one conversations? Is it coffee mornings? You know, there's many ways you can re-engage your team, but you do need to find ways to re-engage them so that ultimately that your KPIs and your results and your metrics can be met at the end of every quarter, at the end of every financial year, whatever that might look like for you. So I will just recap those five. Number one was confusion, two, deadlines, three, performance, four, results, and five, engagement. Now, I hope this episode was meaningful to you. And if you would like to uh, get into contact with me, my email address is support at rickawhelan.com. I do offer one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions and I also offer speaking packages. So if you would like to invite me to come and speak to your team, in particular about the effects of gossip or uh, you'd like to, me to speak with your leadership team about setting clear expectations, get into contact with me and we can go from there. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode where we'll be talking about setting clear expectations, six things you must do to set clear expectations with your team. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community. And I look forward to engaging with you there.